Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number eight here on The Reef Talk. I know it's been a little bit since I've uh, made an, another podcast, uh, just, you know, trying to accommodate life, if you will, um, a little bit better, uh, you know, trying to obviously make a little bit more time for the family, uh, taking care of, of business. I don't know if you guys are aware, but I do uh, do real estate as a full-time job. So that alone can uh, really take a toll on me. Um, you know, sometimes I'll get busy with clients, so on and so forth, while at the same time trying to balance out, um, you know, social media with life. And obviously life is a lot more important. So I've been doing my best, guys, trying to balance it out. Um, you know, I also manage Instagram, I manage a uh, website, I manage uh, YouTube, uh, so you guys can see where it can get uh, quite hectic at times. But luckily, everyone, I've been getting tons and tons and tons of emails uh, from you guys reaching out and uh, pretty much just letting me know that you're enjoying it, that you guys miss me, you guys are missing episode eight. Uh, so here we are in this week, we are going to be covering episode number eight for this episode, guys. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Um, it's going to be a little bit more uh, expert driven slash not really. Um, I think this can be applied for even someone newer in the hobby. Um, and specifically what I'm talking about this week is going to be calcium reactor. So I don't know if you guys have been following, but is specifically if you follow me on YouTube or Instagram, you've probably been seeing me do and progress through a calcium reactor. So kind of what got me into calcium reactor, I don't know if you guys follow Rico's Reef Tank um, on YouTube. Um, I had seen his amazing tank he had that he tore down uh, with huge acropora colonies that were doing amazing. <clears throat> and I remember he always talked uh, really good about calcium reactors. Uh, he just, you know, just talked about just the beneficial uh, part of it, uh, as well as the part that makes it easier and less expensive for us and the reefer, uh, but more important, the stability. So... I kind of had an idea, but I remember just like a lot of you listening, calcium reactor was just another world that I was not ready to enter. Um, to be honest with you guys, it, it seemed too complicated. It honestly really did. Uh, not only complicated, but it seemed really expensive. So quickly I said, you know what, I'm not going to be going the reactor route. I'm just going to do two-part dosing um, on some automatic dosers, call it a day, and you know, here we are, uh, what, almost two years later. So for you guys wondering, what are you talking about? So in a reef tank, we need to supplement uh, trace elements, both minor and major trace elements. Now, these can be supplemented through water changes, but that quickly becomes a problem when you start having a heavily stocked tank that is consuming um, consuming elements quicker than you can replace them, i.e. water changes. You know, there's only so much and so often people are going to be uh, willing to do a water change. I highly doubt a lot of us with full-time jobs, families, are going to be doing every other day a water change. It's just really not feasible. So this is where supplementing comes in. Now, you can do it manually, and obviously you can do it automatically, which is dosers or calcium reactors. So... In my journey, I started with uh, a JBO doser. I know a lot of people ask me, what dosers do you recommend? Um, when I was on the market, uh, believe me, I was in the same boat you guys were. I didn't know what doser to get. There was tons. There was Aquamedic. Um, that was like two, 300 bucks for three channels. Um, and very attractive was a JBO four-channel doser for like 70 bucks. So I was like, huh, I mean, are you really getting a good doser at this price point? And believe me, I did all my research. 
mixed reviews. Uh, people saying it's great, people saying it sucked, and um, I just didn't know what to make of it. So what I did, I reached out to people in my inner circle, like Reef Dudes, and I know he had had the doser for a while. I think he had it for about a year, and I asked him, bro, what's your honest opinion about it? He said, dude, it works great as long as you calibrate it, you know, check it every so often, do your water test, you know, never had an issue. So I was like, hmm, let me look into this. So sure enough, went on Amazon, um, ordered it. Uh, if you guys, I don't know if you guys saw my YouTube channel, but I actually did a vertical mount, uh, which is amazing. It actually made it a lot more user-friendly, uh, so I don't have to be lifting it every time I change the dosing or, or the... Uh, the amount that's being dosed just makes it a lot easier to mount in the reef tank. Um, but that's what I did. And for elements, uh, calcium, alkalinity, magnesium, I went the route of doing two-part uh, BRS. So BRS has powders they sell for, uh, to you. Uh, you're allowed to mix these powders with RO water. In essence, make your alkalinity, make your calcium, and make your magnesium. So I did that. It worked great. I never had any issues. Um, the tank was consuming a lot. I think like... I think like 40 milliliters of alk. Um, so it's quite a bit for a small little 40 uh, gallon reef tank. It, it's quite a big consumption. Um, you know, those are 50 milliliters, 60 milliliters and on average, what even a hundred gallon guys tend to do. Obviously for a heavy stock tank, it's a lot more, but um, that's the route I took. So a few months ago, I saw Rico uh, in him building his bigger setup. I saw him do a video on, on calcium reactor. And he presented it in a way that made it seem really simple. So I was like, you know what? Let me start doing research. So sure enough, there I was, sleepless nights on YouTube, uh, on forums, reading about him. And believe it or not, guys, within two to three days of probably researching for about an hour, so a total of three hours, I had a general understanding of a calcium reactor. Um, luckily, I'm going to save you guys a lot of that time and hopefully cover it here. But the way a, a calcium reactor works, um, it, it, it supplements uh, calcium, alkalinity, magnesium, as well as some trace elements. And you're probably saying, how the heck is it doing it? Well, first, we need to understand what a calcium reactor is. So in a nutshell, a calcium reactor is a regular reactor. Like any other reactor, we run either GFO or carbon. Um, you put media in this reactor. And this media, believe it or not, it's coral skeletons, literally coral skeletons. So it's corals that have died. Um, you know, they're gathered, harvested. Uh, they're obviously made, they're crushed a little bit. So they're in a smaller form factor. And you put this media in this reactor. So this reactor has a pump that's constantly circulating water, okay, through the reactor. There's a, a chemical, I don't know if you want to call it chemical, but there's a reaction that happens, um, and that is using CO2. So you probably, if you've ever seen a calcium reactor, you always see like an ox, what looks to be an oxygen tank right next to it. And you're like, what the heck is that? That's actually CO2. It's a CO2 tank. That CO2 is pumped into the reactor. Um, and in essence, anytime for you guys that, that have even done planted aquariums, anytime you pump CO2 in uh, aquarium water, whether fresh water or salt water, it drops a pH. So going back to this media you put in the reactor, this media has a melting point. It, it, it melts a media um, roughly at about 6.5 pH. <clears throat> so when this media is melted to 6, when the pH reaches 6.5, the media will begin to break down. So as this media is getting broken down, that's when it starts to release what it used to use to thrive at one point. 
So it will release the alkalinity, it will release the calcium, release magnesium, release uh, as well as the trace elements. So this is really where, where, where the magic happens. So from, the, from there, you connect a pump to the reactor. Aside from the pump it already has, because remember, the, the, the pump that's already on the reactor, its only job is to circulate water within the reactor. You must add a secondary pump. This pump will feed water from your tank into the reactor, and then it'll start dripping out, right, on the return side. You put either a little needle wheel on the end of that. That's typically, that output is called the effluent. So that's a fluent coming out. Um, we'll just call it the output. So there you put a little needle wheel. And if you've ever seen the way a calcium reactor doses, it doses 24 seven. So it never stops. It runs 365 uh, days a year, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it never, ever, ever stops. Now these, these, uh, I call them drips, but these drips going into the tank, they're, they're dosed in a drip form. Obviously in bigger systems, it's, it's more of a constant water flow. Uh, but generally, you'll see calcium reactors are dripping into a sump area. As your coral is consuming alkalinity throughout the day, it's being supplemented every second. The advantage of this versus a doser, or obviously manual dosing, is the coral at any given second of the day has uh, exactly what it needs available to it in alkalinity, calcium, and magnesium. Another thing I absolutely love, and I wish I would have done calcium reactors sooner, Unlike a doser, a doser, you have to figure out how much of each element is being consumed. You must realize uh, how much you need a dose and obviously, hopefully lock it in within a few weeks of tuning it. <clears throat> a calcium reactor is a little bit different. It's essentially the same theory, but a calcium reactor, remember the fossils we talked about, the dead corals? So when this coral is broken down through the lower pH, it releases the elements back exactly as the coral consumed it and in the same ratios. So you're probably saying, what the hell does that mean? What that means is you don't need to worry about adjusting each individual element. It's being released back into the water column in the same way it was absorbed, uh, which is amazing. Um, you only have to worry about one output, not controlling alkalinity, not controlling magnesium or calcium, uh, as you do have to do in a lot of dosers. I know in my tank, I always had to be tinkering with them, um, and that completely takes that out of, out of the equation. Another good thing about calcium reactor um, is it also doses trace elements. Now, it will not dose every single trace element, or trace element but it will dose a few of them. So that obviously makes it a little bit easier. Uh, we all know that it's not only important that you maintain constant alkalinity, calcium, magnesium, but there's also trace elements involved uh, that, that corals use uh, to get stronger and also for color. So it's very important we're taking care of these. And luckily, a calcium reactor literally knocks out four, five, six birds uh, with one stone. It's just great to see uh, that you're able to have a solution that uh, that is literally very straightforward. I think in reefing, uh, one thing I've learned is if you do something that's simple, not only will you generally have more success, but you're going to be more uh, more conscious to do it more often than not. So if, if you're doing something that, that's a hassle for you, you're probably going to stop doing it after a few months, right? So a calcium reactor literally takes all that out. Now, another amazing benefit to a calcium reactor, on average, that media we're melting down, the coral skeleton, believe it or not, guys, that media will take 
up to a year to break down. So that's one of the cool things about a reactor is that the media will last you a lot longer um, than any other media. Uh, same with the CO2 tank. The CO2 generally will last you about a year. Now, given there is exceptions to these rules, um, there is tanks that either have small reactors um, or just consuming a numerous amount where they have to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they have to replenish their elements, let's say, once every six months. Um, the good thing about this media, it only costs you 30 bucks. Uh, so for my specific tank, the, the $30 pound media, uh, or no, not the 30 pound, the $30 media, which contains about eight pounds, will last in my tank about two years. So I will not, I will never need to, or not never, but I won't need to worry about calcium, alkalinity, magnesium, <clears throat> as well as some trace elements for the next, uh, almost two years. So, um, I think anyone here that, that has either seen or talked to um, a tank we look up to or a tank owner that we look up to, um, you've probably seen that, you know, their main, how do I say, their, where they really tell you that their tank really started taking off was once it got stable. You know, that's when they really saw the growth. That's when they really saw the coloration. And I believe a calcium reactor is in many ways than most able to achieve that sooner rather than later. And the way it's able to do that is because it's making the, the elements that the coral needs available every single second. Um, so unlike a, a, a doser that's dosing throughout the day, whether four, four doses, one dose, two dose, three doses, you can imagine in between these doses, uh, what's happening? Obviously, these nutrients are not nutrients, but these elements are being consumed, which are obviously making them dip a little bit, uh, which that takes out what we're after. And what was that? Stability. So, you know, what I think one of them, you're probably asking yourself, so why don't, doesn't everybody do a calcium reactor? Well, I think we addressed one of them already. People think they're really complicated. I don't know if you guys noticed, but even in the way I explained it, they're not very hard at all. It's a reactor that gets CO2 pumped in pH drops, the media melts, and you're done. It's literally that simple. Um, <clears throat> but the main reason a lot of people stray away from it is the cost. And I know a lot of people out there are saying, yep, that's why I haven't gotten one. Uh, they run anywhere from $600 uh, to $1,000. Now, before you jump out of your seat, I have a question to ask you. How many times have you gone out to buy coral that you fell in love with, whether SPS, you know, anything. I think we can both agree that you've been out more times than none, bought coral. You go home, the coral is doing great. Your tank has some sort of fluctuation in these parameters. And tell me, what happens to the coral? It ends up dying, right? Just think about how many times it's happened. Let's say if you're a really good reefer, right? I'm going to put you in the highest category. Let's say you're a really good reefer. I could almost bet that it's happened more times than you can count on, on two hands, right? Now introduce the cost of that. How much money have you lost doing that? How many corals have you lost in, you know, your unstable parameters? I guarantee you it's been anywhere from the 600 to the $1,000 range. If you're anyone like me, it's been closer to three to 4,000. And you're, where I'm trying to go with this is, You've lost more money not having a stable reef tank uh, that 
honestly, if you're looking at it from this perspective, the cost of the reactor will make itself up tenfold. I mean, the amount of growth your corals will have, the amount of frags you'll have and be able to sell will be unreal. At the end of the day, guys, we'll have what we're really after. We'll have a stable, beautiful show caliber reef tank. Now, I don't want you guys to take this information and be like, so you're saying if I get a reactor, my tank's going to be amazing. Obviously, there's other variables involved, right? <clears throat> you still need to worry about nutrients and so on. Um, all I'm trying to say is a reactor is going to bring you a lot more stability uh, than a doser. And believe me, guys, my tank was very, very stable. So I, more than anyone, am very excited to put this on because my tank was super stable. It had amazing growth. So I have now went ahead and added the reactor to really log and see how much better um, that growth will become. In talking to everyone that, that, <coughs> that has bigger tanks, they've all told me, you have no idea the amount of growth and the be even better coloration you're going to start getting uh, just from this stability. So instead of you looking at it from what it's cost or from what it would cost to have the reactor, look at it from this perspective. What is it costing you to not have the reactor? Have you ever thought about it like that? Like I said, every scenario is going to be different. I know everyone can't afford one. Uh, all I'm trying to say is if you're, if, if you can somewhat afford one, you know, even it, believe me guys, I had to save for probably four months to be able to set mine up. Um, you know, the wife wasn't about to let me go out and spend, you know, a thousand bucks on a reactor. I had to save for a few months, get the pieces slowly together, but I'm very happy I did it. And to be dead honest with you guys, I wish I would have done it sooner. I, I think I, I got the reactor running on, was it on Saturday on wait, Saturday? On Saturday, about three o'clock, by about uh, three three p.m. in the afternoon, by about ten p.m. that night, I had the bubble count the the CO two regulator dialed in. Um, by the next day, I had my drip rate dialed in, and now it's really just sit back, do my water test, make sure it's on track. Since we're on water test, another really really great thing about a calcium reactor is when you're testing, you only need to test alkalinity. That's it. Because it remember, it's putting everything back into the balanced form. Now, I'm not saying you never need to test calcium or magnesium. You do. But generally speaking, these ratios are off alkalinity. So if, how can I explain it? Because I'm even confusing myself. So anytime a coral consumes alkalinity, you better believe it's going to consume um, calcium and magnesium in the similar ratio. I'm not saying in the same value. I'm saying in the similar ratio. So calcium reactor puts it back in, in the same ratio, the coral consumed it. So if you take, break that down a little bit more, you can see why you main, you only mainly need to test alkalinity, uh, given you, you, you know, you should still test calcium in alkalinity, um, you know, the first few months, but after that, all you got to really be looking out for, <coughs> excuse me, is alkalinity. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I just really hope I was able to shed some light. Um, like I said, I know every scenario is different. I know your tank, uh, you may say, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go that route. Uh, I know there's a lot of you saying, you know, I want to really take my tank to the next level. Hopefully I was able to shed some light. You know, if you're a new reefer and you're starting out and you're starting to really get your feet wet, I would really save my money. 
you know, <clears throat> screw the whole uh, two-part and just do a reactor, even if you need to save up. It is, oh my God. I, I wish you guys could literally all come and check out my setup and see how much less complicated it is, how many less lines are running through my whole system. Um, not to mention, I only need to focus on one little drip, and that's what's being dripped from the calcium reactor into my tank. That's it. I don't need to worry about all these uh, different doses, replenishing the liquids, mixing the liquid, like all this stuff. Like that's done and over with. So guys, I think that was a pretty good um, podcast we had here today. I think we're going to end it here. Obviously, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, send us an email. An email. Let me know your questions. I'll be more than happy to answer them there. Um, yeah, like I said, hopefully you guys got some useful information out of this. I, at the very least, hope I was able to shed some light on calcium reactors. Um, if you guys would like a more uh, into-depth talk about calcium reactors, shoot me a message, shoot me an email, um, either an email or on Instagram, you can find me. And let me know what you'd like to hear. If you'd like to hear more in-depth um, or you know any future episodes, I'd love to hear it. So we're going to end it here, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in on episode eight. I thank each and every one of you. As always, guys, till next time, happy reefing.